Welcome to episode 52 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and as always, I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings, and it's now Halloween, so that means lots of Halloween treats to eat up. You can find me on my personal Twitter, at Lover, and I post a lot of stuff there from, like, food and just stuff in general from Japan. And joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Patricia. Hey, guys, this is Trish. I'm the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and I took pictures this time because something <laughs> something exciting <laughs> happened because it's been so boring lately. But um, they had the opening, uh, not opening ceremony, the rededication ceremony at Tokyo Disney Sea, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more. And okay, you guys, this is what I do for you. Okay, I got up at five in the morning to take these pictures, and it was still like a battle. Okay. And uh, I can't get into it now because it's just, it's like, it's like, like just thinking about it, like is stressing me out. But um, I'm Trish. I take photos. Uh, I love sweets, but I'm not eating them right now. I want to so badly. I might try something for Halloween, like a bite. I might like order something and then take a bite out of it and then give it to somebody else. But anyway, um, you can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram and let's get started with the show, Chris. Yay! Yeah! Um, <laughs> so, what are we going to be talking about? We've got, as usual, the news. We've got a crowd forecast. We're going to be talking about spooky costumes. Okay, not maybe cute costumes, too. But spooky costumes at Tokyo Disney Resort during Halloween. Our park tip and listener questions. So, Chris, get us started with the news, man. Um goodness we have quite a bit actually so let's start off with the rededication or the or the commemorative ceremony for the 15th anniversary of tokyo disney sea which was on september 4th so yeah they they had this ceremony and this special greeting as well uh patricia you got there much earlier than i did as you mentioned i did happy birthday disney sea (laughs) I got so, there, um, no, you know, I didn't get there at 5. I woke up at 5, and I got there, I took a taxi, and I got there about 6. And then my friend um, messaged me, and I'm like, hey, hey, I'm on a taxi going over right now. And she's like, yeah, yeah, me too. And um, she's like, look, um, my friend is here, and he has been here since 2 in the morning, and he said, um, why don't you come and join us? And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, okay. I will. And, okay, so this guy got there at 2 in the morning, okay? 
And he was like second in line still at the gate. How crazy is that? And um, the problem is that there's so many early entry people now and it's only going to get worse once Discover opens. Once they let in the hotel people first, um, they let them in at about the time that they started like a little greeting at the front of the park. Um, You could see like the press setting up. You could see the characters coming out and doing their cute little things and the cast members all coming out. And of course, most of the hotel guests ran towards the harbor area because that's where the actual ceremony was taking place Uh, that was at 7 45 and then they let us in at eight o'clock on the dot and we uh oh it was okay so before that there was a cast member that came out to like warm up the crowd and he was so cute he was um he was like basically going look it's the year of wishes and I I have a really big wish I I wish that no one is going to run and we're like he's like raise your hand if you're not gonna run and we're like ha, 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 raising our hand and like yeah yeah we're gonna try not to run and he was so funny and it was like a really nice little atmosphere warm up it, it was something really I thought it was really nice that they did that. And um, so then it's 8 o'clock. They open the gates. We run to the Mediterranean Harbor. We got a spot that was, like, really center. But the people in front of us were kind of tall. So I told my friend, look, wait here. And I ran to, like, this kind of, like, area that I know you can see the stage really well from. And it was still open. And the people there were fairly short. The one guy next to us was super tall. And I was so worried that he was going to change position and, and be in front of us. But he didn't, which was great. And um, I, I told my friend, come on, come over here because we can see um, the stage really well. And then they had a secondary line waiting to fill in the, the gap. So that was craziness. They brought those people in five minutes before um, the thing started. So it was like a one last minute rush. And the area already was packed. Okay. It was packed and it was hot and it was humid. And, um, but while we were waiting, it was really nice because they were playing like, um, all like the nostalgic music from Disney Sea, like from, from like the hit, like all through the years of Disney Sea. And, and that's what the anniversary show should have been. Okay. Because like looking at the people, like just hearing, like when Swept Away came on, there was like an audible, like reaction from the audience like you could hear them going you know like swept away and when mythica mythica came on people were like oh mythica we don't have an afternoon show anymore and like when what was it was it spring carnival like spring carnival came on and like it's so funny like i told my friend oh i'm like tearing up and then on twitter someone's like i'm tearing up and i'm like oh it's it's so weird because everybody was kind of like having like these reactions together you know, and, and that was really amazing. And then it was so like the timing was so funny because it started raining. It started raining. And as soon as it started raining, um, the summer show with Jeannie, the music came on the the what was it called? Like Tropical Splash or something like that. And and I was like, what? What is this timing? And then um, so that that song was playing and then they made the announcement. OK, the last song is going to come on. Uh, the it, it was the Year of Wishes anniversary song, but it was almost like everyone's wishes made the rain stop. 
and the sky cleared up and it did not rain for the rest of the day. So the rain stops and then another like amazingly TDR thing happened. All the cast, I'm talking from custodial to guest control to supervisors to maintenance, everyone came out and they started wiping down the stage and wiping down the floor. It's only something that you would see at Tokyo Disney Resort. And it was like just incredible to see. Yeah, I was standing to the left, I guess. I I was kind of right in front of the wait times board. That's where I was. And yeah, when when it started raining, because I didn't bring any of my like rain stuff. I thought, oh, it'll be fine. And then it starts raining and I got mad. I'm like, really? The one time I don't bring my stuff, it rains. <laughs> it seems like every time I bring my rain gear, yeah. it doesn't rain. And so the one time I didn't bring it, it starts raining. But yeah, uh, as you said, it stopped raining. And then all these cast members just started like just wiping down that stage furiously. I think the ceremony started, what, maybe five, five minutes late? Like not even, not even. It was they. They worked so quick, and it was so many people. There, yeah, I well, I I actually took a picture and I threw it on Twitter. Like there was, yeah, I have no idea how many were up there, but there was quite a few. <laughs> they did not mess around with that. It was already really hot and humid before, but um, and then you have everybody pressed together. But then um, after the rain, it got even more. Like it, it was like a sauna and everybody's all tied together. And then these people next to us invited another friend at the last minute. And then there's more people. And then I have, I you know, I'll stand my ground because I know what to do. But like this girl was like edging her foot, like, like right against my foot. I'm like, woman, I am not going to budge. OK. And so it was like, oh, it's like such a battle. So they started the ceremony they brought out the characters. They brought out the dancers. The costumes were really nice, nicer than the costumes from the fifth, from for the fifteenth anniversary show, I have to say. And they had flags and everything, and it was really, really nice. And they brought out Kagami, who, who, oh my god, he's so cute. And I worry, I, I'm like, I don't know how much longer he can do this because I'm like, oh, oh my god, poor little guy. He did his best. But you, he's getting on in the years. They should not drag him out to these things, you know. He he had a little trouble talking, but he he was great, and he gave his speech. And then Bill Ernest also gave his speech, and that guy is so cute. Oh my gosh, the way he talks, it's like it's such a Disney. He's such a Disney guy, you know. And everybody thought he was adorable, you know. And um. Then oh, and before them, the anvers- uh, the ambassador, of course, introduced them, and then they did like the little mini show. And luckily, the characters were on the right side, so we could get some good shots of that. The dancers were on the left side, um, and uh, so that worked out perfectly. Um, and that was it. And after that, like I was drenched, drenched. Here I am holding my telephoto lens. It's like a good six pounds and the people next to me were all like holding cameras too and we're all like drenched in sweat because it was like literally like a sauna it was like insanity and it was just like so 
exhausting. Chris is like, I'm here. And I'm like, I'm about to leave because <laughs> I can't do anymore. <laughs> um, we did the lottery for Big Ben Beat. We lost um, and we did Tower of Terror. And then I was like, I'm out. I can't do anymore. I can't because uh, it was the 10th anniversary of Tower of Terror, I think. And then I, I couldn't I couldn't do anymore. And that was afternoon time. So overall, the ceremony was was pretty good. It wasn't anything special, I guess, in terms of like grand spectacle. I was I was hoping there was going to be something grander. Like it wasn't bad by by any stretch, but overall, it was enjoyable. I I quite enjoyed it. I forgot one part. Okay, so when they let us in, um, they have, which is what I have been wanting like since the anniversary started. They had all the cast members lined up um, from all like the different ports and everything with the flags. Um, giving you high fives and they have bubbles coming out and so that was when you came in so I totally forgot to mention that so like I love that that's like one of my favorite parts of anniversary days is just having all those cast members with their little anniversary flags lined up waving and saying hello and giving you the high fives <laughs> yeah I, I, I missed that because I got there a little bit later but you know what I did see what did you see the long line for the 15th anniversary limited goods that they released. I saw. The goods didn't look oh that my... good, to be honest. I didn't know what it was at first because I saw this long line and I didn't see anything ahead of time, like online or anything, saying uh, there was limited merchandise. So I went up to the cast member and I just asked them what the line was for. And they gave me this little pamphlet and told me there's limited merchandise. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I, lo- I opened up the pamphlet and I started looking at it and I thought, Wow. I don't have that kind of money. So there's a roughly a $200 G-Shock watch that um, I think it actually sold out. It came in two different designs, white and black, and it had the 15th anniversary logo on it. Uh, there was a set of two silver medallions with Mickey on it and the Disney Sea logo and all that. It was $500 roughly. And then there was this little necklace in the shape of Mickey with like diamonds or something in it, I'm not too sure. And had the had the logo, the 15th anniversary logo on it, and it was fifteen hundred dollars. Then, then, if you don't think that was crazy enough, you could order a solid gold medallion priced at about fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand dollars. It's craziness. <laughs> it's craziness. Who, who would buy that? That is ridiculous ridiculous there's like some diehard people oh my man. goodness i wish i had that kind of money to burn okay but would you burn it on that stuff to be honest yes like if you did i did it. i Are would i would buy it like just because i could i thought it was like a little i thought it was a little boring this year i, I think in the past years they've done like some more interesting things. i probably would have paid someone to stand there for me to get it if i was that rich <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's probably what i probably would have would have done Oh my god! <laughs> and I know we uh, we kind of touched on it earlier. The the hotel discover, like you know, there's gonna be there's gonna yeah. be more early entry guests. Well, they just released uh, more photos from inside hotel discover, and it looks quite nice actually. I'm kind of it does look nice. It's yeah. nice and quaint, and it's very discovery, I guess. Very. Uh, the lobby has Mickey, like a Mickey statue where he's wearing like the, the uh, Davy Crockett kind of hat and he has like a paddle. He looks like he's ready to go on a canoe adventure. 
and there's a, a big pirate ship in the courtyard that lights up at night and inside the room there's like these like beautiful murals on the back of the wall like uh, above the bed and stuff uh, we, we, we have all the photos on our website so you can go check it out there it looks quite nice and I can't wait to go check it out I still haven't been to the other one yet <laughs> I was there that same day I was there the opening ceremony day I was meeting my family mm-hmm. on Symbol Road and it was air conditioned. Well, there you go. And I was like, I'm going inside. And uh, when does when does Discover open? It's this week, right? Uh, it opens on September 10th. So yes. Ooh. Okay. All right. We've got to go there. I want to see the light up ship for yes. sure. And I want I want to check out the restaurant. Yeah. What what restaurant? It just says Discover Restaurant. I'm not too sure. You know what that is? That's just like a breakfast. Thing. Yeah. I just want to che- check I, it out. See. What I wish they did have a restaurant. You mm-hmm. know. But we will go check it out and let you guys know what what's up with that. Uh, what else? What else we got here? Oh, uh, tarps are up around Stormrider, so they finally got Storm Stormrider all covered up for the most part. So now it's finally making its transition into the Finding Nemo attraction, which is kind of sad seeing that those tarps go up because I'm always so used to seeing you know Stormrider when I'm going into Port Discovery. We shall see how it turns out. <laughs> My son won't let it go. He, he like he goes to Disney Sea and he walks by and he's like, "Grr, Stormrider!" <laughs> Every time I'm like, "That's like the only thing he's passionate about with going to Disney is like bringing." But now he likes Big Thunder Mountain, so he's he's kind of moved on, but only at Disneyland. <laughs> he, de- he you know it's like the Disney Sea is. He still feels the pain. He's a little jaded. He's really J. No, he is. He's really like. He's like, why no Storm Rider? Like every time we go to the park, I'm like, you know, it's fine. But he's like really passionate about it. And then we have Gelatoni was announced that he's going to show up in the My Friend Duffy show. I know. And is his voice actor um, Italian? I don't know. Because on Twitter, what did somebody, somebody said, I think the name of the voice actor, and it looks like the voice actor's name is Pancetta Girora. It's definitely in Katakana, the name. So that's kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so the uh, show My Friend Duffy is going under refurbishment from January 10th to January 31st of next year. And what ha- what is happening is... Right now, the show has two small stories that happens. There's one that is about Mickey and Duffy before they go on their adventure together. And then the second story is how how they met Shelley May or how Shelley May came to be. So with the new update, they, they are getting rid of the first part of the, the story. So they are getting rid of the Mickey and Duffy story before they go on their adventure they're keeping the Shelley May story and then they're adding the Gelatoni story so meeting their friend Gelatoni in Cape Cod oh that's interesting so it's kind of cool that they're getting rid of the first part but keeping the middle and then adding a third so it's kind of like they're I don't know it's it's interesting how they're doing it because they want to keep Shelley May in the story yeah I, I guess they're kind of like slowly progressing the story a little bit in a way. I don't know. It's 
It's a little weird. <laughs> but I'm excited to check it out. Uh, it's going to be popular, I bet. I want to go. I'm actually, I actually am really excited to go to that. Yes, I want, I want, I want to hear what Jellatoni's, or yeah, what, what Jellatoni's going to sound like. Like, it's really smart because now they've got like three different characters that appeal to like different people. And like, so you've got like the Duffy people, you got the Shelly Mae people, now you've got the Jellatoni people. It's like such a moneymaker, you know. And then, you know, in the next few years, they're going to add a female cat. Maybe, maybe they'll add a totally different, like, character, like, from a different port. Ooh. I know, right? Like, something from Arabian Coast or something. Mm. Or from the Frozen Land. <laughs> <laughs> they'll add, like, a like a reindeer. I'm waiting for the giant Gelatoni plush. Oh, they'll have it eventually. I know. I'm thinking for Christmas. I think they're going to release it for Christmas. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I <laughs> really <laughs> and I want the gelatoni cup sleeve. Oh yes, they better do that. They really they better do that. They have to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think that's it for the news. Yeah, that's it. We got kind of carried away with we the did. news. <laughs> but at first, like earlier, I think it was today, I was finishing up the show notes for the for today's podcast and I had I didn't have very much news and all of a sudden all the stuff came out about the photos at Hotel Discover and then Gelatoni and all this. I'm like, eek. It's super unpredictable <laughs> with the news sometimes. Sometimes you don't have it at all. And then all of a sudden, bang, you got so much news you don't know what to do with it. But that's okay. There's always some, some last minute there's always, press release. There's always something. <laughs> there's always something. Okay, so moving on from the news, we're going to go to our crowd forecast. And we get our crowd Yay. crowd forecast information from tdrnavi.jp. So you make sure you check them out. And they also have information available in English. So we're going to look at September, the week of September 12th. And it is going to be 60 and 70. Well, between 60 and 70, Monday through Wednesday at both parks. And then it's going to start creeping up a little bit there. Uh, coming through. Thursday and Friday and then it is predicted that both parks are actually going to reach capacity or get very close to it on the weekends and this is due to the first weekend for the costume days for Halloween which we will get more into shortly here so if you're going to be visiting on the weekend just be mindful that it's going to be very busy because of the costume days busier than it has been in the past few weekends and speaking of in the parks, uh, Patricia, I know you kind of went into a lot of detail about the uh, commemorative ceremony already. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but but what else? What else did you get up to in the parks this week? Um, I've been to Disneyland a lot because I hadn't gone for like a long, long time. And my son actually wanted to go, which is really weird. So I, I, I took advantage of it and I'm like, yeah, let's go to Disneyland. So we've been going a lot. He's been riding like Big Thunder Mountain and like Country Bear Jamboree and all that stuff. And Haunted Mansion was still closed, but it's open now, I think my friend told me. So um, you got to go check that out. And um, we went on the first, which I felt super guilty about because it was the first day of school, but it was like a half day. They were only there for like two hours. So we grabbed his homework to do at a cafe 
and we went to go get the BB-8 popcorn bucket. And we actually put a little live video on the Facebook page. Um, so if you were watching it live, um, I hope you enjoyed it. And we went to go check out how long the line was. And I had a suspicion that the line was not going to be too long. But there was like no line. There was like like maybe like five people in line. So I guess it's because it was back to school and it was like a weekday. Because Tokyo people started their school like a week ago, a week before us. And then it was like the first day of school for our city. So um, I think it's kind of like taboo to go to Disneyland on a school day. So even though it was only like a two-hour school day, like they got out like even before afternoon. It was like even I felt kind of guilty taking him to the park. But um, I'm glad that we did because I heard that on the weekend the line got much longer for BB-8. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad to hear that the line wasn't ridiculous as it was with the r2d2 bucket yeah it was ridiculously short but also disappointed in a way because i wanted like this this epic story of an eight hour wait time for this bucket and they sold out and there was a riot but no it was very quiet (laughs) no they did they were really organized this time they only did like uh three per person which i think was also something that helped so people wouldn't go crazy buying them and just like reselling them online that was, like maniacs. that was weird when they didn't have a, a limit on the r2d2 bucket when it was released i think they underestimated the crazy crazy people and then the thing with the r2d2 is remember that was released on the first day when the movie came yeah, out so it just kind of added to the hype is what it did yeah it was like a frenzy you yeah. know so and we wanted it to go have it for the movie theater, you know, but it was just I could not wait in line that long. I had I had stuff to do. I had work. I had to, you know, um, go do other things. So I gave up, gave up that day. Well, it's it's good to hear that the BB-8 popcorn bucket happened without incident. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sometimes that's good, I guess, you know, sometimes... No news is good news, in a sense. Yeah, it is, you know. What about you, Chris? What were you doing in the parks? As I already mentioned before, I was I was there for the ceremony. Uh, I couldn't find you because there's just way too many people. And I would have felt bad kind of like weaseling my way in to where you were. Because, you know, pe- people were there since like, you know, 2 a.m. kind of thing. So I didn't, I didn't want to be that guy. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to find a good spot because... I am about six feet tall, so I'm taller than most people anyway. So if I can get, like, find a spot. I kind of scouted for a spot where I saw a lot of short people, and I and I went in there. If there was room, we would have invited you. It's just that it was literally packed, like, body to body. Yeah, it, like, when I got my spot, it was pretty packed. Ugh. But <laughs> one thing that really did bother me was I was recording it, and, you know, I was keeping it at head level like you're supposed to so the people behind me can see this person right in front of me puts their camera right like right in front of me i was like really and i just kind of like shifted over and scooted past them because they like their their phone was like right in my view like even like even without looking through my camera like they're blocking my view and I was a little, I was a little ticked with that. So I moved over and I got them out of my way. I have a question. Was it like a younger person? Yes. Girl? No, it was a guy. Okay, because there is like a new kind of fan. I don't know if they're new, new, 
but like they're really noticeable right now. Like I think you were with me during a different show and they're like these fangirls for like the dancers. Oh, like have you noticed yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are really really annoying. And they don't care about anybody around them. They don't care if people are videotaping. They don't care if there's a camera behind them. Like, there's these two girls in front of me using their smartphones. They didn't even have, like, a good camera or anything, right? And they're passing their phone back and forth. And I'm like, why are you why are you passing it back and forth? You don't need to pass it. And, and so obstructing people's view behind them. And they're so loud it's like they're dying. It's like, oh my god, it's Smile Kun, or oh look, it's Pika Pika Kun, or something like that. They come up with these stupid names for the dancers, and they are the most obnoxious people. It's like, in like rage inducing. <laughs> I, I I haven't really noticed them too much, but I do know what you're talking about. Keep an eye out for them. <laughs> I will stay away. You will, you will start noticing them everywhere. Okay. I will, I will, I will take note, and I'll make sure I st- I'll stay away. And if they do, if they annoy me, I'm gonna go eat because that's what I do. And speaking <laughs> of eating, uh, I only I tried a handful of the Halloween stuff already. I had the uh, spicy shrimp and pork steamed bun, the one that Ooh. is colored like Ursula, so it's purple and black. It it's the uh, little uh, like lifesaver thing. That they that they have in Port Discovery, the uh, uh, what was it called, the um, Ukiwaban. So that looks super good. Was it, it was good? really good. Uh, the the shrimp was actually a little spicy, like it had a little bit of kick to it, which was actually kind of nice, and it looked cool. So that was good, and then I also ate the cookie sandwich that's over by the Hudson's Harvest in the American Waterfront. It was okay. Well, what what is that? What is that happening? Uh, well, it's a it's a cookie that's rather long, like a long cookie, mm-hmm. and it has uh, vanilla icing inside, and there's also like a stick of chocolate, which is kind of strange. Uh, the packaging is nice, and there's this nice design on it and everything, but the cookie is just kind of bland. It's really nothing special. It looks cool, but it doesn't. It's kind of like eh, it's a cookie with some frosting on it, whatever. I much yeah. Those cookies are really hit or miss. Right? Yeah, I much prefer the spicy shrimp bun. So if you're in the parks, definitely go have that because it's really good. And since I was there on Sunday, it was rather quiet. After in the afternoon, there was still fast passes left over for a lot of the attractions, except for a Toy Story, which was yeah. which was not, it was kind of nice. I, I was there with some friends, and they were getting a lot of they. Got fast passes for everything. I think that Sunday was just so people were so tired. Yeah, it was. It was hot. It was humid. Like it was a really hot day, and I burnt my nose. <laughs> I got sunburnt on no. my nose. I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> thinking. I didn't bother to put any sunscreen on, which is, you know, not very smart on my part. But yeah, like halfway through the day, my friend, he's like. Uh, your nose is really red. And then the, that's when it dawned on me. I'm like, I didn't put on my sunblock today. Darn. So now my nose is nice and red and it's peeling and it's fun. So lesson, don't ever forget to put on your sunscreen. <laughs> ever. Especially right now. Like it is like the peak 
of summer heat right now. It, and I love the summer, but it's even for me, it's a little tough right now. It's it's really, really, really hot and really humid. Speaking of humid, actually, you know what? That didn't work at all. I was going to try and segue into the <laughs> Halloween costume segment. I was trying to think of something on the fly, and I'm terrible at improv. So, anyway. Speaking of humid, it's going to be really uncomfortable for some people. For people wearing Halloween costumes. Yeah. So, Halloween costume days. That's fun, right? Yeah. So, Halloween costume days, it it works differently here than it does at the U.S. parks. Um, I'm not too familiar with how it works over in the U.S. So, if I get this wrong, correct me or whatever. Um. You can wear costumes in the U.S. during the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party. at I think that's at uh, Walt Disney World. And then there's another yeah. Halloween thing at Disneyland where you can also wear costumes as well. Well, here we have designated days at both Disneyland and Disney Sea. And Disney Sea just started doing it last year. So this is the second year they're doing it at Disney Sea because before it was only at Disneyland. And during these days, anyone can wear a costume in the park. And Japan is very well known for their cosplay and their over-the-top costumes and attention to detail. And yeah, going to the parks on these days is quite the spectacle. Like, some of these people are just ridiculous in how well they do these costumes. Like, it makes it that I don't want to go there and any kind of costume I can make because I I can never do anything that great that what some of these people do. You should just dress up for fun. <laughs> yeah, but but there's people like dressed up as like as an example the uh, Lost Boys from mm-hmm. uh, Peter Pan. Like I, I, it was last year. There was a group of people. They're all dressed up as the Lost Boys. Like there's a big group of them. Like that's dedication. If people go all out, like a lot of these costumes look like they're made by like professional customers. They they look gorgeous. Yeah, and, and the attention to detail is like it's just amazing. It's ridiculous. Like some of the people will have costumes that are that are exact replicas of costumes in past shows. Yes, I love that. that. Is I love so it. So crazy. Like well, last year there was someone dressed as Minnie Mouse, like had her her dress from the Halloween parade that was new last year. It was her new costume for last year and someone already made a costume for it last year. They're very fast. I was just thinking, you did that in like a week because this was the first couple days of of the costume days and they just released, you know, photos of the costumes like maybe a week or two before that. So... That person was like very quick to get that done. Yeah, oh, it's, ridic- yeah. it's so ridiculous. I love it though. I absolutely love it. So if you want to wear a costume at Disneyland or Disney Sea, they have designated dates, as we said. So this year it is September 9th to fifteenth, so the first half of Halloween, and then October twenty fifth to the thirtieth. Which is strange. That's not on the thirty first, but okay. Why not the thirty first? Is that? That's really weird. I'm not too sure. Unless I read it wrong, what? but I, I checked and it said the 30th, so. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, 
and there's there's play different places that people congregate at both parks um in disneyland most people are in the castle forecourt if the weather's nice if the wet if it's raining or anything like that then everyone goes in the world bazaar because it's covered and then at disney sea um i didn't actually get to see the one last year at disney sea when they first did it but from what i heard a lot of people do it at the new york waterfront yeah. So that's where most people go. I don't know where people will go if it's raining, though. There's nothing that's really covered. I guess... Mermaid Lagoon? Mermaid Lagoon. No, that's a weird area to go to, though. It's it's too it dark. Really it's too dark for photos, like proper photos that people would want. I'm guessing, um, like, under the, uh, the uh, walkway, I guess. It would have to be there. Yeah, where they do the costume greetings during rainy days. It would have to be there. But that's a very small area, so... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but there are rules, of course, for these costume days. Costumes are Disney character related only. So keep that in mind. Uh, no masks or makeup, which covers or obscures your face. So they have to be able to see who you are. But which is kind of weird in a sense, because last year there was two guests who were dressed up as uh, the cards from... Alice in Wonderland, and their faces were completely covered. Okay, I have I have an explanation for this. What is it? Um, because my son had a Darth Vader costume, and it also has a mask. So you can bring the mask into the park. You have to walk around without it on your face. But if you're taking a photo, you can put the mask uh, on for just the photo. That would make sense. Yeah, because these people were not moving. They were in one spot, and they were just taking photos. And, and I, you know, the first time they explained it to me, I'm like, oh, it's okay. We won't wear the mask. And they're like, no, no, you can wear it. But just for photos, I'm like, cool. And then the next time I went in, um, I told the security guard, we're, we're only going to wear it for photos. And they're like, okay, that's fine. And they let us in. So well, that's good. And then uh, as for accessories, you can't have stuff that looks like or, or are <laughs> swords, staffs, or even rollerblades. You're not allowed to wear rollerblades. And yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's just just for safety reasons. It's fine. Uh, no overly exposed skin, such as shoulders and stomach. So I guess no dressing up as Jasmine? <laughs> you can, but it has to be covered with like a, what is it called? The see-through fabric. Yeah, like the, the, the skin-colored thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, I think uh, the uh, performers usually wear those as well. Right, yeah, right, Yeah, so right. some, like, yeah. Which makes sense. It has to be family-friendly, right? I've seen some girls pushing the limit with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that last year, too. Right. They were, like, just on the cusp of, like, it being inappropriate. But I guess they I guess they let that through. Um, avoid long dresses, garments, or hair extensions. So you can't, okay. you can't have they, a 20-foot hair extension to be Rapunzel, I guess. They do not enforce this. I saw uh, people dressed as princesses last year, and their dresses were pretty big. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they do not enforce this one because, I mean, unless they mean, like, a train or something like that, like, from, like, Cinderella Bration, where it was, like, super, like, super long behind her. Mm. But maybe if somebody's carrying it, then maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, no spandex bodysuits. <laughs> I guess they had an issue with that at some point. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> it's a, it's a weird one, know. but okay. 
I guess you can't be Mrs. Incredible. Well, I guess, you know, you can't just wear just that. Because I know, because there's some, like, like here in Japan, there's, like, some comedians who wear, like, these, you oh. know, those those ugly-looking spandex suits. And obviously, you can kind of see everything. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's probably what they're referring to. Okay. That's right. my guess. That's my <laughs> guess. Um, and as for changing, uh, you're only allowed to change in designated areas. So check with the park or check with the park, check on the park map or with a cast member uh, because you are not allowed to change in just any restroom. They have designated areas for you to do this. Yeah, because if not, it would be chaos. Yeah, and you'll be getting in the way of um, people who are just there to enjoy the park. So make sure you you check before you go. Um, there, there's there's one last one. Um, you can't dress as a cast member ah, unless it's a kid. Unless it's a kid, because yeah, they they have like kids that like there was a really cute little kid dressed as a custodial cast. Oh yeah, I think I saw photos of that oh. floating around. That was really cute. It was so adorable. So, so if you're a kid, it's fine. And also, if you're a kid, another thing is that you can wear costumes all year round. So not just for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Good point. So yeah, the, this is mostly aimed towards us, the adults. <laughs> exactly. So no cast member costume. And there is sort sort of a unwritten etiquette for photos as well. Um, people who go there do want their photos taken. Like that's what they're there to do but it's always polite to ask to take the photos first you know unless there's this big line and people are just taking photos away and they're just posing that's totally cool but if someone's like walking around you want to take a photo it's always nice to just go up to them and just ask if it's okay to take a photo um if you just go up and just say photo in english totally fine most people understand what you mean and it's kind of you know obvious what you want to do um if you want to upload photos that you take um Obviously, if you want to just do it, you can do that. But it's best to ask the person if you can upload the photo with their face onto your website or your blog or whatever. Just ask them if it's okay to do that. It's just the polite thing to do. What else is there? Oh, like so some of the some of the costumes that uh, we've seen. Uh, well, last year there was the the whole like lost boys ensemble which is actually pretty cool uh I, last year i also saw people dressed as duffy and shelly may but they were kind of like uh attire that was inspired by duffy and shelly may like they weren't dressed to look like them in terms of yeah. like you know the big fluffy costume or anything it was just like the uh, guys were wearing these like puffy vests that were lined with fur and they had like little duffy ears and stuff it was really cool it was kind of out of the box thinking in a way which i thought mm-hmm. was pretty pretty cute uh there are some really really cute costumes oh, some of them were so good like there was a couple people dressed as uh characters from uh was it big hero six mm-hmm, which i thought was mm-hmm. really cool and last year inside out was fairly popular so there's groups of people dressed as all the emotions which i thought was pretty cool and monsters university was pretty popular too last year so i wonder if that's gonna be popular this year i wonder what's gonna be popular this year what just came out finding dory what else yeah so there'll be some from there oh zootopia 
Zootopia. Oh my we're gosh, gonna, we're, there's going to be some really. We're good definitely going to see something from Zootopia. I bet you anything. Oh, that's going to be cool. I can't. I can't wait to see that. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Are you going to be dressing up at all? Um, I'm, I'm going to dress up for the second half. What are you going to do? Um, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, my son wants, um, it, the thing is it, it goes on pre-order. It's on pre-order now. So it goes on sale like September 30th. So he wants a death trooper costume, a death trooper, stormtrooper costume from Rogue One. Oh, is that the black, the black yeah, one? Yeah. Like the all black oh, one. That's going to be cool. Right? So I was thinking either I'm going to dress up as, like, Jin or as um, this girl, Ray, and carry the BB-8 popcorn bucket or something, like, really easy like that. Just order it from the States. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's super easy. Uh, right? So it's like, I'm not going to make anything because I, I can't. <laughs> you know? And I figure that's, that's pretty easy to wear. Like, if you need to cover up, you can cover up, you know? So it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, it's super easy. I was debating. I could probably wear my Chip and Dale, or well, my my Chip onesie if I wanted to. That would be cute. But it would, it would be super hot, though. I think. No, wear it for the second half. Oh, that's true. I might do that because I don't have the talent to sew a elaborate costume. As much as I would love to do that, I, I, <laughs> I do not have that kind of talent or time to do that. Yeah, the, these people are incredible. Oh, they're just... It's amazing how spectacular these costumes can be. And it's so interesting, like, if you go to, like, Twitter or, like, some websites, you can see how they actually plan it out and how they, like, start shaping the fabric and they show you, like, the step-by-step process. So I really love it when they start showing that like before Halloween comes and you can get like some ideas of like what they're going to do this year. Yeah, there's whole groups or out there that, you know, dedicate their time to this. So it's re- it's really cool. Like this is their like their time to shine kind of thing at Disney, which is really cool. Um so if you if you happen to find yourself here in Japan and you want to participate in it, um you can buy costumes here in Japan. Uh, they might be a little pricey, but you can certainly do it if your budget allows it. Uh, one of the better places to go is Don Quixote because they have tons of costumes to choose from. They really and do. They have yeah. they have tons of Disney costumes. Some of the Disney costumes may not be appropriate, but... People wear them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but if you really want to wear a costume, you can definitely go to Don Quixote uh, there's tons of them all around Japan, so just Google map it, and you can see if there's one nearby wherever you're staying. Uh, costumes can range from about thirty dollars to seventy dollars. It really depends on the costume. Uh, for my Chip and Dale onesie, I bought it from Don Quixote, and I think it was about thirty dollars for mine. That's not bad. I thought they were more expensive. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure mine was about thirty dollars. It wasn't too bad. Okay, that's pretty good, yeah. and it's so cute. It is. So I, 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 I might actually do that. Maybe you need to. I, I should do that, and then I should like have a have a little a, a little game on Twitter. Tell people to come find me. You should like <laughs> hide in like the Chippendale house in Toontown. <laughs> hide in there all day <laughs> eating nuts. You can eat the little nut pastry. <laughs> that would be super. Don't they have a wait? No, they have a new dessert with Chip and Dale. What is it? It's like a Halloween dessert, and it looks really cute. Wait, right? Am I making this up? Uh, this is a thing, right? I don't. 
You know, I don't know. I don't know 100%. It's at Disneyland. But yes, I will definitely have to. <laughs> I should totally do that. I think it'll be fun. You need well, to. Well, I have, I have both Chip and Dale, so I have to find someone to come with me as Dale. Oh my God, that would be so cute. <gasps> okay, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going to go do that. <laughs> Perfect. 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 Are you Are you looking up? I am. Okay. Hold on. I'm on Tabitai right now. Because <laughs> I could have sworn I saw something Chippendale and I remember it. I don't know if it was like, what was it? Hold on. I might be making stuff up. Yeah, Where I, think, is I, think, it? I think you're making stuff up now. Yeah, okay. I made it up. That's okay. I will find something else to snack on when I'm there. So, yeah. Oh, Halloween costume okay. days. Super fun. If you can get there during those dates, definitely do it because... It's something that you're not going to see at any other Disney park because they go all out for Halloween here. So make sure you check it out. And maybe, just maybe, you'll see me running around Toontown. (laughs) (laughs) And then maybe find Patricia running around Tomorrowland. I'll be running around everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. So speaking of running around, it's still hot out. But if you're running around in your costume, you might get a little little toasty. So, Patricia, what, what do you got for our park tip? Okay, for our park tip, um, it's still summer. And it's still going to be summer until the end of September. So, like, when you're thinking of your Halloween costume, if you're coming at the beginning of Halloween, because you want to do the character costume days at the beginning of Halloween, it's really, really hot. Like, think of, like, it's, like, peak heat right now. It's it's crazy, okay? And it's not just hot. It's super humid. So if you're coming in the beginning of Halloween, dress really light. Think summer. Think, like, if you're going to, like, Disney World, okay? Um, wearing your Halloween costume. So you want something, like, short sleeve or really thin material or something that breathes really easily. Um, I've seen some costumes, and I don't know how the people wearing them are not like dying inside I think it was like Sebastian or something last year and it was like a full body and it looked heavy and it looked totally like not breathable so I hope that guy was okay I don't know um but if you come at the end of October the weather should be much cooler because we're moving into winter it should actually be really really comfortable so you could have like a little winter add-on just in case it's really cold but it should be really comfortable weather um, towards the end of October so just keep that in mind if you're putting together a costume for Tokyo Disney Resort and that's my tip of the week yeah so don't wear a full Sully suit at the beginning of September because you no. you will regret it <laughs> so I want to get heat stroke no definitely not and I will not wear my Chippendale outfit at the beginning of September because you don't want to see a passed out chipmunk in Toontown, because that'll be bad. It would be so sad. <laughs> oh, he passed out. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, don't wear anything heavy. Got it. So, moving on to our listener question. This week, we get a question from Alex. And they ask, is there any effect of of the September 11th anniversary on visiting the park? And the short answer is no. Uh, Everything operates as normal here. We have our security and all that. So nothing, nothing is different here on that day. 
Yeah, it's um, they added the security after September 11th. I mean that, but that was like, a, you know, a long time ago. Uh, my son's birthday is actually on September 11th. Oh, so I know. So are, 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 are you going to take him to the park on that day? I do, um, because yeah, because it's his birthday. You know, it, it, you know, just because something horrible happened on that day doesn't mean he has to suffer for it. You know, too. So it's it's a very solemn day, of course, and and so we do watch like the the news on the memorials and everything, and and you know, kind of think about the people of that day and everything, and it, it is you know still we we do, but at the same time he, you know. He 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 wasn't born at the time, so he doesn't remember. And and um, he, so for him, we treat it like a normal day, and uh, just you know do his birthday and go to the parks and have fun. So, oh, that sounds yeah. that sounds nice. <laughs> but it does not affect the crowds or anything. I know no. at at Disney World, it used to affect the crowds. Like we used to go um, sometimes around that time because also my birthday's in September, so um, and it would get really really empty around that time. I don't know if it still does. I don't. I don't think there's a big crowd change anymore, but I remember in the beginning it used to get really, really empty um, around September. So, um, but yeah, here there's there's not a big um, there's no crowd change or anything. So it's still going to be it's still going to. I mean, it's not that crowded because it's the beginning of September and everybody's in school. Um, but that's not the reason why it's not crowded. All right, Alex, thank you so much for your question. And if anyone else listening has any questions. Please make sure you send them to us, contact at tdrexplorer.com, and we may have it on the show. And ask us anything. Again, you can ask us about Disney, or you can even ask us about Japan. We are more than happy to answer some of your questions about Japan in general as well. Before we go, we have a listener comment about something that Patricia talked about uh, on our 50th episode. Yes, so I just wanted to say a really, 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 really big thank you to Joshua. He was so considerate and sweet, and um, I was I was uh, complaining about how there's no Cuban food or there's very few options for Cuban food, and he sent me um, a really interesting recommendation called uh, Cafe Havana in Daikanyama. So I am going to check it out. I'm still dieting a little more, but I do want to check it out. The Cuban sandwiches do look really good. And the website advertises that they use real Cuban bread. So I want to check if they're telling the truth. So (laughs) I really, really want to check it out. So thank you, Joshua. That is so, so kind of you. Um, Another fellow Floridian out there. So (laughs) when you go, you're definitely going to have to let us know how it is. Give Give us a little review on the show. Oh, for sure. Oh, that sounds good. I've never actually had Cuban food before. You have to. Okay. It's like a life goal now. Okay. So <laughs> I will go here too and I'll try it out. Beautiful. Yay. Oh, now, now I'm hungry. <laughs> I know. This is how hungry. it always ends. Yeah. Like We're always like, oh, well, what can we get to eat at this hour? <laughs> Besides 7-Eleven, probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always. It's always great putting this show together for all of you and seeing all your hilarious comments on Twitter. I know a lot of you have been sending us comments and just commenting on the stuff that we say on the show because I know we say some pretty crazy stuff sometimes. So (laughs) it's warranted. So again, thank you so much. 
Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music so more people can find us. Give us those five stars. And as I already said, make sure you send us your questions or suggestions for the show. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And make sure you tell everyone about us. If anyone is planning a trip to Tokyo or to Japan, tell them about us. Tell them to listen to us because we're fun and we're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can tell it's late. It's late. <laughs> we're so, awesome. We're very no, awesome. But um, and we also want to see more interaction with you guys. So if you do come to the parks and and um, you have photos you want to share, or if you have stories, share them on our Facebook because we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what you did, what you liked, what you didn't like, what was exciting to you. You know, so uh, share your stories with us. Yeah, and we can share them on here for everyone Absolutely. here. Everyone here. And you can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. And I'm your host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the delicious Halloween food. And you can follow me on Twitter, at Lover, and also under the same name on Instagram. And then, as always, Trish. And Trish. I'm decorating my house with everything Halloween. Oh, I need to do that now. Everything. Oh, oh my gosh. The 300 yen store has like little light up lanterns. Ah, uh, don't tell me this. Oh, my gosh. No, Chris, you got to go. There's Halloween stuff everywhere. So, and Costco has giant like movable like uh, figures. Like they have like three witches with a cauldron and like a big skeleton and like this spooky guy. And they're like life size. You know what I should do? I should decorate my wall like out of the scene from Stranger Things. I don't know if you've seen that show yet. (gasps) No, it's on my queue. I have to see it. Okay, you need to watch that and then you'll know what I'm referencing. I should do that. I should do it with the Christmas lights. Chris, can we have like a horror movie get together or something? Oh my goodness, yes. I I have so many horror movies. (gasps) Shut up. Okay, we just got a projector. So if you have a free day, I'm going to decorate the Halloween tree. Okay. Any day now. And um, we can make like Halloween food, like popcorn balls and stuff. And we can watch horror movies. That sounds like a fun plan. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Back to the podcast. (laughs) Okay, guys. We will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Good night. Keep exploring.